Hello. Hello. How's it going, Jonathan? I'm, it's good. I'm sorry. I had to finish my kids. <laughs> I had oh, to get to. Problem at all. Not a problem at all. Before we do this, do you mind me getting kind of a rundown of what why you're doing this? Um, sure. Why not? Uh, so pretty much is about asking questions. Like I have five questions that I will be asking, and then I will ask you after the five questions done. I pretty much will be asking you what is your general statement slash opinion period for everything involved. That's pretty much it. Are you doing this for just just for your podcast, or do you have a podcast? Uh, my podcast is about is a open discussion podcast where I pretty much just talk about anything that happened okay. in life. Okay. Well, I'm just going to let you know that I'm a I'm a minister. I, I preach. I, I used to pastor, but I'm just in between churches now. So everything that I say will be from a biblical perspective. Um, so just a heads up, just so you know what's going going into it's it. So. Problem with me? Everybody's welcome here. Everybody. Okay. Well, just letting you know. Huh? I'm just letting you know. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm ready when you are. Just Go ahead. Uh, when you're ready, just let everybody know where you're from. If you have a pod has yourself that you would like others to come check out you can also mention that as well oh when i introduce myself do that huh when i introduce myself mention my podcast yes you could do that oh. right now if you like sure. just tell me when you could do that now oh. uh hello my name is jonathan lunsford um i live currently in southwest louisiana I'm married, father, uh, almost 20 years, father of five, uh, minister in, uh, in the church. In the, uh, I actually have a podcast called Under the Cloud Podcast. Uh, it's, it's fairly new, but it's, it's, we're working on through the process of getting started. So it's, uh, it's just something that the Lord placed in me a long time ago. So if you would, just check it out. Thank you very much. Once again, everyone, please go follow Jonathan Podcast whenever you get the chance to. Okay, let's get started. But before we get started, I am curious if you've seen this TV show. It's called God Friended Me. I've seen of it, but I have not watched it. Ah, well, hopefully you get to watch it. It's actually a good show. Um, so, I know the premise, but I have I have not actually watched it. No. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so let's get started. The first main go question, ahead. huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, the first main question, which is the purpose of this episode, is why do you feel that some women and some men cheat? Um. Well. Like I said, my my entire perspective comes from a from a you know theo a theological perspective. Okay. Um, but I, I believe that a lot of people cheat for there's a gambit of reasons. There's you know tons of reasons, but it all boils back down to uh, a lack of understanding of who they are. 
Okay. Uh, I believe that when we know who we are completely and fully and wholly uh, and where we stand in the presence of God and where we stand in his, in his ministry and where we stand in his life, then that gives us a full, a fullness. Uh, it's not one, it's not something that would uh, leave us in lack. We don't lack anything. We feel full joy, full peace, a full understanding of who we are. And I think that a lot of people cheat. And I know that when I was in the Navy, uh, you know, 15 plus years ago, that I I did cheat on my wife. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and I know that a lot of that was uh, because I didn't really understand who I was and I was searching for something else. And when I found myself later on in life fully understanding who I was in, in the perspective of the creator as he looks at us, I didn't see myself requiring any of those relationships anymore. I didn't want those anymore. I, I was content. And I believe that a lot of people cheat and it goes back to the basics. There's a lot of psychological reasoning for it, but back to the basics, when we know who we are, then we, or who we are in Christ, then it takes away a lot of that desire for that. And it's the same thing for bullying. It's the same thing for, you know, and a, a lot of the topics. When we know who we are, it changes our perspective and it changes our our full way we treat other people. Mm. Okay, that makes very, very sense. Thank you for that. Do appreciate that answer. That makes a lot of sense. Because people don't know who they are, then... They'll That's, go search for something to fill it, you know. Yeah, they yeah, find a purpose to fulfill it. To and, figure out and who the, trying to be. Well, the, the thing is that we know that from from our history, our family line ahead of us or whatever, we know that our grandma married a grandpa. We know that our, 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 you know, with our grandpa, our mom and our dad. And we know that there is a there's a purpose for us or someone that we're after, you know, we're after somebody, you know, mm -hmm. we know that. And when we find that person or we think we find that person, uh, some people are, are more apt to jump into that relationship hundred percent. Some people just haphazardly jump into the relationship. And, uh, and so I, I, it's just one of them things that kind of all to me in my mind, that's how that all lines up. So, all right. You ready for the next question? Yes, sir. What do you think that cause or leads to some men and women to cheat? Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to that same thing, but the cause a lot of times is is a selfishness. Uh, it's, um, you know, I don't know your story, so I just everything is a generalization. I have no idea, but Correct. It's let's general. say it. Let's say that your spouse or your, you know, or whatever is um, not giving you what it is that you need. Not, mm -hmm. and I'm not just saying sexually, but it's not giving you what you need emotionally. They're not whether it's man or woman. They're not giving you the support structure that you're after. Um, you know, because some people are very rigid. And they, they're not as compassionate. 
And that's just their personality type. And a lot of times people get in relationships with people that aren't their personality type and, and, and are not compatible, but then don't understand why they're not compatible. Well, you jumped into a relationship with somebody you weren't compatible with. And, and unfortunately they get married sometimes too quick. Um, and so th- then while you're not getting what you think you deserve, someone will show up at work or someone will show up at town and they'll offer those things that you think you deserve. And, and it's very enticing. And, and, you, and that's what happened to me. <laughs> I, I, I thought I deserved more than I was getting. And then this particular lady showed up and, and offered all those things that I thought I needed. And so I, I jumped on it and foolishly, but, um, but I, I mean, for me, I think that we are, we become selfish in thinking that I deserve things and maybe we do deserve them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and maybe, maybe those are deserved and your spouse isn't giving you what you deserve or, Sometimes maybe your spouse is giving them to you, but you think you deserve more than you're getting. So it, that it can kind of work both ways. Okay. Um, that makes sense. I got no arguments there. Uh, number three, can you forgive someone that cheated on you? If yes, why? Again, biblically perspective, um, the Bible requires us to forgive anything and everything. Uh, there's a story where they come to Jesus and ask, you know, they're, they're just being funny. And they say, should we forgive them seven times? And Jesus mm-hmm. says, no, you forgive them seven times 70. Mm-hmm. That's 490 times, you know? Um, now I, I would, I would, you know, if somebody punches you in the face 490 times, and you keep forgiving them. I think that it's a little foolish. I think you need to to walk away from that person. <laughs> you know, get, get get away from them and and save yourself somewhat. Uh, however, however, I can tell you that my I didn't. My wife never found out about my infidelity until way later, and I felt prompted by the Lord to tell her, and uh, and I was re- reluctant to do so. I didn't want to cause a ripple. Our marriage was doing good. And, uh, and when I did, because I felt prompted by the Spirit of God to do so, and when I did that, uh, it was hard. It was tough. It was not uh, – I, I didn't expect her to just forgive me overnight, you know. Uh, I knew that it would take a while. I was hoping it wouldn't take too long, but it took a few months. It was rough at the house, you know. Yeah. Uh, and But when, when she did forgive me, uh, she forgave me completely, and it made – our marriage stronger because we had that um, we had that connection. Well, the connection was, I mean, the connection was there, but there was always that fear in the back of my head that she'd find out. Uh, yeah. And then that was gone. So um, it made me, it allowed me to be a little more loose and in, in conversation and not have to worry about it. But I, I really believe personally that, uh, I, I know for a fact I've been able to help a lot of people through the issue of infidelity because I had been there. And I know my wife has also been able to minister to women or men who have been cheated on, too. Um, so I think that even though we I made a, a mistake that, as the Bible says, the Lord used it for good. So, uh, so yes, forgiveness is not only biblically a requirement 
but it is very well, very possible to completely forgive. So, yeah. Okay. Have no arguments there either. Um. So you pretty much answered this question, but if you have any, I will say it anyway, but if you have anything extra to add to it, feel free. A question is, have you ever been cheated on or did the cheating? If yes, how did it make you feel emotionally or how did the other person feel emotionally? Um. I mean, yeah, like I just said, I, I'm the one that cheated. I, as far as I know, I've never been cheated on. Uh, I know that I haven't in my marriage, and, you know, maybe as a teenager in high school, I don't know. But uh, but then you, you, you have to ask the question, are we talking about sexual contact? Are we talking about emotional cheating? Are we talking about, you know, other things? Uh, and, and if you're talking about a marriage – perspective which is where i'm coming from because i've been married for almost 20 years Uh, but there's also those people who you know get into other questions and and for example if a man and a woman are dating and they Mm -hmm. they meet on a friday and they go on their first date and they're just kind of getting to see fill each other out to see if it's working but he has a date scheduled for saturday night you know yeah. Uh, some people will see that as cheating, and some people say, "Well, he's just trying to learn people." You know, I had a, a really good friend of mine in high school tell me that if you can't see yourself marrying them, then don't date them. And yeah. I thought, uh, so I thought, okay, and it really helped me a lot. And but for me, I was always trying to find somebody who I was compatible with. And I think mm-hmm. that if you have not made that conver- had that conversation with your significant person that you're with that this is exclusive. This is just me and you and that's it. Then having those encounters with other people shouldn't be a problem. Correct. Uh, now, some people are going to disagree with that. <laughs> so, but I, but if you're married, it's a problem period. You know, you're, yeah. it's, it's between you and your spouse. And that's it. You know, yeah. Husband and wife. That's it. Don't be, I, I even go as I even go really far since then that I don't put myself in in positions. For example, if you would have been a woman, I may not have agreed to the interview just simply because I don't want to put off that perception, you know. <laughs> uh, and I and people will say I'm crazy about that. Like I won't I won't go eat lunch just me and another lady that it's not my mom, my sister, or my wife. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And uh, because I don't want to, one, I don't want to cause people to go, hey, what, what's he doing out there with that person? Yeah. And two, I don't want to run any risk of there being any issues. So if my yeah. wife is there, then I'll go eat lunch with anybody as long as as long as my wife is there. You know. So I, I took that whole thing. I learned that years and years ago, and uh, and probably 15 years ago, or not long after my issue, I learned that trick, and so I've kind of stuck to it. So. <laughs> All right. For the last, um, actually, there's two more. Um, this one is, what can you or your partner, but I'm guessing you, since you did the treating, mm-hmm. what do, what can you do next time to prevent 
cheating. Um, pretty much you just answered it in the last question as well. Towards the well, end. I can tell you, I can tell you what I, I even it's funny that you know this pops up in my head on a regular basis. This, you know, this that would have never happened if I wouldn't have been drunk at a bar <laughs> and it wouldn't have been with a in a crowd of people that I shouldn't have been. And I realistically, I should not have been there. Yeah. And, and, uh, and if I would have been sober, it wouldn't have happened. I, but, you know, my heart wasn't in the right spot anyway. You know, alcohol, all it does is, is, uh, allow you to show your real self. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I hadn't had a heart change yet. God hadn't changed my heart yet. So, um, I was probably having a lot of issues, but I know that the the continuing relationship that her and I had after that, well, I was sober, you know, and I was making that decision on my own. So mm-hmm. for me, for me, it's it's if you have been the cheater and you really don't want to ever do that again, then you need to watch who you talk to, watch who you hang out with, watch who your friends on the social media with, watch who you follow on social media. Uh, get rid of if you're if you're in there with an ex, then they need to go away. Uh, you don't need to have any kind of anything that can uh, cause you to trip up and stumble. But at the same time, you have to be very respective of your of your of your spouse, so, of your husband yeah. and wife. What wow. they what they are perceiving in you doing, whether you're doing it or not, you know. So you have I, I have a, a friend who's going through something very going through this as well. And his wife doesn't trust him at all. And she's calling him all the time. And I told him, I said, well, how long has it been since she found out? And he goes, Oh, about a year. I said, well, you just have to deal with it. You're the one that made the mistake. You're the one that cheated and you have to deal with the ramifications for a while. You know, you just have to, it's just, if you want to make this work, you have to deal with it. And so yeah. I always tell, I always have to tell people that, Hey, you're the one that messed up. So, you know, it could be worse. You could have had a baby or you could have caught some disease. Mm-hmm. You know, so for what what's a year's worth of headache versus having child support or an incurable disease, you know, so it's part sure. of it. It's what, you know, you, as the, uh, you know, you make your bed and I lay in it, you know, so you, you have to deal with it. And the last final question is, what is your opinion on a man and a woman putting their relationship issues out there on social media? <laughs> <laughs> I, Everybody laugh at that. <laughs> no. uh, man, I tell you, I'm 41, right? So I, I was raised in, in the eighties and nineties and, and I graduated high school in 97 and and email hadn't even really took off. I didn't even know what email was yet in 97. So, um, so that social media has just, has been insane. And, you know, is any issues keep your, you know, if everybody's going to find out about what you want, uh, or everybody's going to find out about what you're doing. If you post it, you know, yeah, I have spent the majority, except for the time I was in the Navy, excuse me, in California, I've spent most of my time in small towns and I currently live in a small town where everybody knows everything going on. You know? And mm. we're in a large, in a large city, you know, it was always like, well, people are too busy to know what's going on, but social media has caused 
everybody to live in a small town in the sense that everybody knows everybody's business now. So, Correct. you know, just like if you're going to go on vacation, you don't post that you're on vacation or you're going on vacation because you don't want nobody to break in your house or steal anything. Uh, the same thing. You got to, man, just people got to just be very cautious and filter what they post. Uh, and, and again, like I said, filter who you have on your friends list. You don't, you don't want that, that person that someone cheated with on the friends list and, and have, have them commenting and, and saying things. And, and then you look at your, you know, wives or your husband's post. And then here's this person they cheated with on there making some little heart, heart thing or like, wait, what? And so just, you gotta, if, if your desire is to fix this and move on, then, then you gotta, you gotta cut all that stuff out. You know, you gotta cut all the old stuff out. Yep. Yeah. All right. Last question is for you. Uh, do you have anything that you want to say about this topic in general as a minister? Like, do you want to put your own two cents in? <laughs> two cents. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, your own opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, yeah. I, I think that when it comes to the subject of infidelity, that infidelity is first of all it's 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 a sin you know you don't want to you don't want to 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 cheat on your spouse you know the bible the bible is very clear about adultery and about fornication too so um it's very clear and it and it's very you know cut and dry but what we do as a nation is we allow things and we uh in in in, so, in society today we you know, it's okay to cheat on your spouse if they're mean to you or or it's okay to cheat on them if they've cheated on you. You can go cheat back. People aren't upset at the person who did the, the rebellious cheating, but they're Correct. upset at the person who did the first cheating. Well, realistically, mm-hmm. the rebellious cheating is just as bad. You know, it's, it yep. is just as bad. So, yep. um, but... I think it's actually more worse because they actually getting... Can, like the revenge, the anger, the the cheating as well. So they doing. I think they doing like one times more than the other. Well, there there is the person. It was a, a preacher one time. I can't remember which one it was, so I won't try to say his name or anything. But he talked about how you know there's going to be times where a situation comes up and. And somebody cheats and, and they have sexual relations with somebody they shouldn't. If that person is remorseful and it was a and it was a bad circumstance and they should never they never want to do it again and they and they repent from it and they run away from it, then then deal with that deal with that accordingly. If somebody is a habitual cheater and they've they've been married for ten years and they've slept with 25 other women in that 10 years, which I know people like that, unfortunately, um, then, then you have to handle that in a little different scenario. You have to, but still it's not right. It's, it's not, it's not good to be that way. Uh, but uh, like I said, at the beginning, it goes back to knowing who you are. If if you, if you don't know who you are in Christ, in the, in the King, in the kingdom of God, you don't know who you are then you're going to continue to do those things and and because you're searching for something. You're searching for 
uh, for, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? You're, you're searching for freedom. You're searching for joy. You're searching for passion. And, and of course, from the church perspective, I can tell you that all those things come through Christ. Uh, all those, mm-hmm. uh, where, the Bible says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, there's liberty. Um, those, that liberty, that freedom that comes from knowing who Jesus is can, and, and not only knowing who Jesus is, but knowing who you are in him, knowing that when he created the world, he was thinking about you and he loves you and he has compassion for you and he desires you to be happy. He's got somebody out there in the world that he, when you were created, when you were born, he knew exactly who you were meant to be with. And yep. that per and that person is is that doesn't mean it'll be easy, but it it what it means is you have to be dedicated and committed to the relationship, and and I think that it's important and a lot of that comes that commitment and that dedication comes from having a committed dedicated relationship with God. It, it works that way as well. Uh, one of the illustrations that I use a lot. So if you imagine a triangle. Uh, mm-hmm. just, uh, like it looks like a pyramid, but a triangle. And at the yep. top of the triangle is God. And on the left bottom of the triangle is you. And at the bottom right of the triangle is her. Then y'all three are God, you and her are at, are at opposite ends of each other. You're as far away as you can get. But if you were to take you and or the two people in a relationship and you move them closer and closer up the up the triangle t- toward God. The closer you get to God, you'll notice that the closer you get to each other. And the closer you are to God, the closer you are to each other. And the closer you are to right. God, the closer you are to each other. And that, to me, is how you fix a relationship. Both of y'all get closer to the Lord and your relationship will be fixed more so than it was before is it going to be 100 percent easy absolutely not <laughs> it's not going to be 100 percent easy but it, if people in india can get married to somebody they've never met and be happily married for 40 50 years then we can do that in america too mm-hmm. the people we decided yep. to marry you know what i mean we just had yeah. to be committed to the process exactly well, thank you. That's all the questions I have for you. And if, once again, if you have anything else to say before we end, um, okay. All right. Can once again, uh, can you state your name, where you're from, and your podcast again? Okay, my name is Jonathan Lunsford. I have a podcast called Beyond the Pew. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's the old one. (laughs) I changed the name. The podcast is called Under the Cloud Podcast. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, there's some of them I haven't got to yet. I'm still sort of new into it. Our our, uh, podcast is strictly about uh, God and his church in in today's society. So uh, it's... It's just new and getting started, but I'm really excited about it. So, y'all, if you would just check it out, listen to it, and uh, and get to know get to know us and, and all that. All right, and one more thing, Jonathan. Um, is there a church you serve at that you would like people to know about? Uh, the church I go to is a non-denominational church here in Derrida, Louisiana, called Crossway Church. Uh, we have about 300 people. Um, 
I currently do not hold a position in the church due to my job. It keeps me kind of away somewhat. I build power lines for a living. So, um, and so it is, that's kind of keeps me away from having a, a strong position in the church. However, my entire life is based on helping people know who God is and who helping people know who they are in Christ. So um, realizing who you are in the Lord will help you tremendously in all of your walks. So, all right. Thank you, Jonathan. Once Thank again, you. ladies and gentlemen, that it was Jonathan. Please make sure you go check out his podcast when you are available. And once again, Jonathan, Thank you for stopping by. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too.